Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Disagree Podcast. I am Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shustick. Hello. Hello. How are you, Steve? I'm, I'm quite well. How are you? Nice. I'm good. Pretty fucking hot, actually. It's uh, it's a doozy here in San Diego and mostly other places that are not next to an ocean. It's hot as fuck, is my point. It is hot as fuck in San Diego, and I've been <laughs> I've been trolling my my uh, council member on Twitter recently. Just, <laughs> Make so. it colder. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he posted something about how the heat waves going, and he's like, "Here's a link to the the cool the cool spots in San Diego, where like I guess like libraries or something like public places people can go and cool off." And oh, was, okay. And I was like, half your constituents live on the street with no shoes you think they had access to twitter councilman ward you oh god clean up your goddamn district okay yeah that, that's a great point ward is your rep <laughs> oh yeah he's a piece of shit fuck that guy actually he's my rep he's also my rep and he's the only one that voted no to increase funding to police when that vote came around the city exactly. council exactly exactly oh boy oh I boy are we in- starting already I live in goddamn East Village, and if there's any neighborhood in San Diego that actually needs more police, it's my neighborhood. And the one guy on the city council that voted to defund the police was the representative of this district? Oh, fine. You're you're the rep for La Jolla? Fine. Defund the police. Don't need them anyway. My neighborhood is a fucking cesspool of fucking open heroin addicts, fucking feces, crazy lunatics threatening people in the streets. And and, and our our rep defunded. Uh, I, every every and, issue you just every issue you just listed is not best addressed by a police officer though it's best addressed by other services c- crime is addressed by other services like drugs th- shitting your pants okay fine I'll give you shit in your pants <laughs> drugs I'll, 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 I'll give you that one I'll give you poo you don't, don't give think, me uh, drugs they're illegal and I don't yeah, think but- but they are. It's a crime. Especially openly doing heroin on a city street. Yes, the police should be involved. Fucking, I, I, you know how many fucking heroin needles I've stepped on or almost stepped on? Like, well, it's a good thing you can afford shoes. You're fine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, Have you been to- fuck Chris Ward, though. I disagree. I think I disagree. Honestly, I don't know enough about him actually and his record to make any definitive statements. Um, but. Yeah, I did hear somebody say that the only reason, you know how sometimes when someone votes away that you're hoping they would vote, like the real reason they voted for that was actually some shitty reason you would disagree with. I kind of oh, heard, yeah. yeah, I think I so I heard someone say something about him to that degree too, but I don't fucking know. I haven't looked into him enough, which is a problem. I admit that we need to like look way more into our local reps and shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's yeah. the thing that frustrates me the most about it. It's like I'll bet most of the people that live downtown don't know who their council member is no and meanwhile we're living in like literal fucking human squalor it's either it's either fucking penthouses that cost ten thousand dollars or fucking you don't have shoes and you're mentally ill on the streets like and and this is acceptable and what pisses me off about this guy because i for all i know he's doing the best he can it's not like the the mental health crisis started when he took over Uh, like i said he, he inherited the problem it's not his fault but he's already running for state for state assembly the nerve the nerve you haven't fit you have no record of success i live in your district dude it's it's a nightmare fix it and then come talk to me about the promotion you know what i'm saying fix it. 
Okay, I don't know if I entirely disagree with that statement, but I feel like I kind of do because especially with an issue like mental health services, that's such a beast to set the bar at fixing it before you can like move on in politics in general. I don't know if that's really like the right move. Uh, he's not control. He's not control of the entire city of San Diego. He's, he's just just clean up East Village. Just he does have probably the hardest district. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, he's spending time on Twitter, uh, uh, tweeting about how they changed the name of the Museum of Man to the Museum of Us. And I'm just yeah. like, the, the fact that the representative for the fucking shittiest district in San Diego has even 10 seconds out of his out of his time to spare to, to pander the seven woke people on Twitter instead of addressing this crisis that's happening outside my fucking balcony. It just, this has nothing to do with what we wanted to talk about today, but oh, you got me going with heat wave. Yeah, Steve, you truly, <laughs> heat wave. Well, I'm bothered. You truly have a knack for packing the, packing the most controversial statements into like a 30 second time period. It's really a gift. <laughs> Yeah, you have. It's a shame that you're not more into YouTube and self-production because I see, I could see an Alex Jones 2.0 in your future. I could totally like, do that, man. You could totally do that, and you know why you could extra do that? Because you don't really believe that hard the things that you say, which seems to be a condition for those people existing. I know, I know. That's how they fucking are. They're like, I don't really care about this shit, but I'm gonna fucking say it. Here I go, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "You piece of shit," and they're like, "Meh." I face no consequences. <laughs> what are you going to do? But, yeah? No, I'm just kidding. You're not like Alex Jones. Um, but, <laughs> Yet. Yeah. I do feel like, I mean, why not just kind of finish this argument while we're here? I do yeah. feel like I see so many police downtown constantly. Constantly I see police downtown. You don't feel that way? I never see them. If I do see them, they're in their cruiser, cruising by. I want to see police on foot walking a beat. I want them to know who the neighborhood is. I want the neighborhood to know who the cops on their beat are. And I want there to be communication between real police officers walking a beat. And when they see somebody fucking mentally ill freaking out in the streets, they can be the first responder to get mental health professionals involved. Like, yeah, sakes. Yeah, when you do see a cop downtown, they're just cruising by. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. Well, this is a walking district. Get out of your fucking car and walk a beat. I wish, though, I mean, it's like if they if they do just taking the mental health scenario uh, as an example, it's like it as it typically I mean, that's like one of the things that I and others are outraged about is like in a scenario like that, they just wind up escalating a situation typically instead of like actually calling someone to help them. It seems that way. And I, I it mean, is that way. That may, that may be the case. In that case, they need better training or or better like procedures or just procedures. Like it, it needs yeah. the book needs to say when you encounter a crazy person, do X, Y, and Z. Crazy oh. person, Steve. That is not the politically correct way to refer. You live downtown in East Village. I saw a fucking. I'm I'm having goddamn lunch at Gaslamp Barbecue on Sunday, and I saw two homeless dicks. Wow. Yeah, I mean, to be That'd fair, be fun, though. Yeah, freebie. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Don't act like that wasn't a gift. But it's it's just absurd. This this is supposed to be the tourist district. This is supposed to be the cool neighborhood. This is supposed to be where we're trying to make money and get tourists to come and spend money. We got the fucking ballpark right there. We got the convention center. We got all these bars and restaurants. And this is where Comic-Con is. And you cannot have lunch in gas lamp outside without being harassed by, by, by fucking people that shouldn't be on the streets. You know, give, 
given the sexually repressive society, I can't think of anything more tourism worthy than saying, come on down, see some dicks. That's very compelling. It wasn't a nice cock. I, I, <laughs> very <laughs> underwhelming. I must say, one of the most exciting images I ever have seen in San Diego was um, there was. I don't want to verge on making fun of people whose penises are exposed because, I mean, had their lives gone differently, that probably wouldn't be the situation they'd find themselves in. <laughs> but given given that, I do have to just describe the perfect ball sack I've ever seen in public. Oh, okay. Yes. It was a man who was laying on his side. He was okay. He was just chilling. But his pants were like, you know, sagging and pulled down so much. He was in the fetal position and they were they were pulled down so much to the point where only his ball sack was hanging out and poking out over the top and nothing else. His penis was still Wait. contained in his pants because I was looking at him from his butt. So ah. you know how the balls the balls are closer to the butt than the penis, right? Ah, That's how they yeah, assembled. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. If my memory is correct. No, you got <laughs> it. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He and I was like, it took me a second to understand what I was looking at. It was in PB on Garnett. Honestly, for all I know, it could have just been a regular to do fucking college kid. It's PB, man. Yeah. Shit gets crazy there. And yeah, and then I just saw and I'm like, is that what? Oh my god, it's a lone ball. I've never seen a lone ball just sticking so, out just without any sort of accompaniment. So one ball. Uh, it was two. I was okay. gonna say ball sack, but I thought phonetically that sounded better. Is <laughs> that using that word correctly? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> aesthetically. I thought you said ball. There's <laughs> two balls. I mean actually I guess I didn't look close enough. It could have been one. Could have been a could have been an Armstrong. Who knows? But, uh, anyways. I'm just saying, like, how are you going (laughs) to run for a promotion when your district is a complete disaster? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, like, stick my neck out too hard for any politician, because typically they do just kind of suck. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah, I do need to, I should look more into him for sure, because he is my rep. And your rep. Hey, maybe we can have a fun joint activity, Steve. Where we, you want to get them on the pod? We do a special I disagree field trip or something to like a city council meeting. And then. Oh my God, I love this idea so much. Yes. And then uh, and then we can both come with our different ideas, object at different times, you know? And, <laughs> and plug uh, the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think we could get into our uh, first segment, everybody. Let's sure. get into it. The I disagree mail. The I disagree mail? We've never called it that. So uh, we do encourage you guys to write in. Um, and if we uh, we enjoy reading your your uh, your criticisms, we'll read them on air. And, if, you know, if you're if you're hating, it's a disagree mail. But if you're if you're, you know, giving props, it's an agree mail. So we didn't really have much activity this week. But I did want to I did want to call out one listener. Um, and this guy's been throwing shade at me for a while subliminally. Uh <laughs> Benny? Subliminally, sub subliminally, could you can you feel it? <laughs> well, is it called a stealth tag when when they when they mention you but they don't tag your ah, name? Ah, a subtweet. Yeah, subtweet. There you go. Yes. This, this is from Benny uh, Tribulate Tribulation Tribulationinus. All right, uh, not his real last name. 
And his his uh, you can get him at at Jugbo, and he's he's tweeted at us several times and tagged the pod, and his only comment was uh Steve. <laughs> this has happened two or three I times. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. I knew you would. So last week he 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 uh he messages uh disagree pod just when I became a patron as I was listening. Then Steve said some stupid shit. Well. That oh. is the whole premise of this podcast. To yeah. Be fair. <laughs> yeah, he does go on to say that, though, which I got to give him credit <laughs> for. Oh, well, that's why it's called I Disagree Pod, shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, Benny, thank you for becoming a patron. We appreciate you listening. Yes. That's, that's really all I got for him. <laughs> all right. He went easy on you on that one. But I want you to know, I see you out there, Benny. I see you. We just... <laughs> Tweets and uh, Steve. And at first, <laughs> and he provides no context on what it is that I'm. I know that's the yeah, just a general, yeah. generalized discontent. With yeah. Existence. So for the, the the first few times he did it, I, I I was like, I don't know how to interpret this because it's all about tone. Maybe he's saying, uh, Steve. You Ooh, know? all right. Was there but a G in it though? There is. Does that does that make a difference? I feel like typically that denotes like exasperation. But I guess you could mm. say that in like a sexual way. Ah, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Steve, but no, I I, but no, I don't. I don't think that's what it is. I don't, I don't think he. Uh, he's a fan. May, maybe <laughs> moving. May, maybe moving forward for now, you can just assume it's sexual and force his hand in clarifying why he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> or or loves me. I don't know. But either way, I love. Yes. I love you at Jugbo, and thank you for being a patron, and thank you for listening to the pod. I got uh, one. From Larry Forte, who says, ah, enjoying the podcast. Steve is a goofball sometimes, though. <laughs> yes, he is. That's a sweet way. That's a sweet way to call someone stupid. I like that. You his name's, his name's Larry Forte. Is your Forte being mean on Twitter, Larry? Oh, drop the mic. And I, I feel like I just proved his point there. So. Meh. Yeah, you are pretty goofy. That is kind of your saving grace as a libertarian. That's how I get away with it, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's, uh, I love this segment because I I just get to kick back. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and that's another thing, people. (laughs) I see the disagree mails that you send Jordan, and I see the ones you send me. If you disagree with something Jordan says, it's like, hey, Jordan, three heart emojis. I want you to know how strong (laughs) and wonderful you are, but I just, just, (laughs) but stay strong. Yes, queen. But if you, (laughs) It means like, uh, Steve, you moron. <laughs> no, no fair, guys. No fair. Oh, one day you'll have your own, your own fan base, and uh, they'll shit on me appropriately. It's definitely not because I don't deserve it. It's just a starting point thing. <laughs> that is so- <laughs> it's funny though, right? But uh, it, it's it's all in good fun, guys. We we do appreciate you guys listening to the the podcast. We do appreciate it. Yes. And speaking of new patrons, we got a few new patrons this week, which was super fucking dope. And uh, we said last week that it makes us incredibly giddy to get new patrons, and it's true. As soon as we mm-hmm. got there, we started texting each other like "Weehoo!" So yeah. fun. I have to give a shout out to David, Gary, and Jacob. Uh, thank you so much for becoming patrons. We appreciate it so, so, so much. Uh, Jacob, fun fact, is a friend of mine from high school. And it's super, super rad that he listens. Thank you, Jacob. I hope that you are well. And I'll see you at the reunion. We're starting to plan, or not we, they, someone, someone out there is planning a Green Valley High School reunion. That should be exciting. That'll be fun to see everybody. 
This is just so, in- internal dialogue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you, since, since you brought up the, the Patreon, I guess that's that's a good time to, to move on to the, the warm-ups and we can explain yes. how the Patreon ties into that. Let's do it. Okay, so if you are a contributor at the $5 tier or above at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast, you can submit warm-up topics for us to riff and rap about. So we got a couple hot ones quick from a... Ooh. Some regular uh, contributors. Nice. Uh, off from Claire. Good friend Claire. She wants to know what we think about chiropractors. Aha! This is a great question for me to answer right now because my back is fucked. I could use a chiropractor, but I've never been to one because typically I am terrified of them paralyzing me. Mm. That's kind of the, the most stance I have on them. I did definitely grow... Like, the first times I, I ever heard of a chiropractor was in the context of someone saying, like, those are crazy people and anyone that goes to them and believes in their work are, are also crazy, mm-hmm. but I've never had my own experience with them. I, ju- I guess like I'm so terrified. I've heard a couple horror stories of people's backs getting cracked and then them like not being able to shit anymore or something, mm-hmm. or probably the opposite problem actually. And, and I like, I'm so terrified of something happening. And I got like, like when people crack their necks that makes me fucking squirmy like i fucking do you ever have you ever had those people or are you that person that just will out of nowhere just be like and just fucking like turn their head super hard to the side oh, and yeah. like or like they, they fucking grab both they'll take both of their hands and wrap it around themselves and like like fucking kill themselves it's mm-hmm. like what the fuck are you doing i hate that shit that shit scares me so the spine the spine is a beautiful it was a beautiful evolution, you know, that went into the spine. I feel like taking it and grabbing it and wringing it out like a wet rag, that's fucking, I don't know, that sketches me out. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. knock on that at all. I, I'm just scared. This is a completely fear-based argument, if you can well, call it I, that. I think you're right to be concerned. And, like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm a neck cracker. I love cracking my necks and cracking my bones and all that. feels great, but... Yo, you're calling yourself a doctor? I just did it myself. You're not a doctor. Let's go cracking bones. And I'll tell you this. I do have one anecdote. I've never been to a chiropractor, but I I had a buddy that I worked with in Hawaii. um, And his dad, I don't know exactly what he did, but he was some kind of like back surgeon or back specialist or something. And uh, their family is doing very well, like very successful. They come out and visit in Hawaii all the time, you know. And like they're they're balling, they're doing very successful. And he told me one time, he's like, "Yeah, my dad has made his entire living and put all his kids through college by correcting chiropractors' mistakes because they're huh. just they just go around cracking people's bones. They're not real fucking doctors. And then a real doctor has to come in and fix it all." <laughs> I don't. Okay, I mean, cracking I bones. Know. I'm Doctor Crackabone. Get out of here <laughs> and crack my own bones, you hack. Beat it. <laughs> Your your accent makes some things that you say so fucking perfect. Doctor Crack about <laughs> Crack about I'm fucking cracking. I I uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah, I I uh I think that is probably entirely true. I I don't know enough about the requirements that go into like having your own practice to push back on you, you saying they're not doctors i do know that they have to go through some training so i guess we i would are- push back on, on that 
Oh, everybody has to go through some kind of training. Like, I could go train somebody how to crack bones. Like, hey, you just go crack the bones. <laughs> it's not, there's not, and really, it feels good when I crack my bones, but is that really good for me? Like, I heard I that, know. like, arthritis and shit. And I mean, isn't it? Just moved a dog toy out of the way, and it looked exactly like a studded dildo. It really does. That's that's very <laughs> fair. It's purple and spiky. I was like, I don't blame you for getting that off camera. <laughs> it's shaped like a bone for anybody. Yeah, and it's that, got two uh, balls yeah. at the end. Well, that's also just the shape of a bone. <laughs> <laughs> two balls on the end. Well, and I didn't see. Two. I didn't see the other end. I just saw a the bone top. is just yeah. like a dick tip touch that went too far. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the result of docking. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I love it. Very sexual. Put it in your mouth, Coco. Enjoy. I think uh <laughs> Yes. She loves it. I but think yeah, cracking bones. Cracking bones. Um yeah, I, I I I uh the person I forgot where I was going before before the fused dick toy. I think I I do I do wonder like oh yeah it's conceivable I think though that your back gets out of alignment you know like that makes that makes plenty of sense to me it makes yeah. so much sense that your back would have problems and it makes a lot of sense to me that those problems could be fixed with adjustments so like on principle I'm all I believe in that. I'm just personally terrified to let someone do that to me that, you know, like kind of the point that you're making. I don't know exactly what training they got or like, you That's, know. Yeah. yeah. Well, so for instance, like medical, remember when it was medical marijuana, now it's just all marijuana, but it used to be medical marijuana. So you'd have to go to a, a medical marijuana dispensary yeah. buy marijuana. Right now, were those hippies in there? Were they pharmacists? Right. Did you ever go to a doctor to get a med card? Uh-huh. How sketchy is that experience? It was on Skype. Okay. That's that's like <laughs> yeah. It was the sketchiest. Yeah. It was just some random like office building in in uh in PB. And there's just it's just like an empty room, basically, like with a receptionist and just a bunch of like hippies waiting in there to see the doctor. And then you finally go back to see the doctor, and it was a. Uh, it was a guy calling in on Skype. He's like, "What? Hey, what hey. They make you go in then? You're gonna make <laughs> me go into a physical location to get on the fucking computer that zaps me anywhere in the world? Rude as fuck." Yeah, and I was like, "Man, I got glaucoma, man. Come on." Is He's that like, what your reason was? I don't remember what I told him. This this was back, uh, this was back when I was a bad egg. I don't do drugs anymore. Okay, I well now it's like chill. So. It's funny how that all changes, isn't it? But I, I went I went to a place on Adams when I like first moved here and California hadn't yet like passed, you know, what they've passed to decriminalize it. And um I went into this it was an actual storefront, so they had the decency to let me see someone in the flesh. And I go into the I go into this guy's room and there's like no medical equipment around. It's just some damp, yeah. like wooden office. And he's sitting there still in a white lab coat for some reason. He's not doing any research. Why are you wearing that coat? And he sits down. <laughs> <laughs> a sweater vest would have done just fine. Yeah. But he, put, he puts on the coat. And we're, and we're sitting there and it's just me in the room. And he's just talking to me and he's like, okay, yeah. So, uh, you know, the questions are entirely leading. Like, 
so you so you have some trouble falling asleep at night uh-huh and i'm like uh yes yeah that to me is like uh-huh. <laughs> okay. sometimes you experience muscle fatigue i'm like uh yeah yeah real bitch and he's like and you're, you're totally recovering from chemotherapy right yeah yeah yeah, yeah just completely like <laughs> questions like didn't even give any whatsoever at all and then towards the end he goes you know I gotta tell you something. You remind me of my wife. And he pulls out a picture from his drawer. And it's an old photo of him and his wife, who is also a redhead. And he's like, she died 20 years ago. (laughs) Oh, Lord. It was like the creepiest, weirdest shit, dude. I was like, okay. Thank you, weed (laughs) doctor. Can I please leave now? It was very, I mean, it's very sad. But it was just like, take the coat off and put the picture away, man. You've got to fucking get yourself in order here. It's, it's becoming a suspicious operation at this point. Now that I think about this, this make me rethink my argument about chiropractors, though, because those those hacky marijuana doctors from back in the day were real doctors. They had medical degrees, and they're still just hacks. So who yeah. knows? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something to that bone cracking after all, guys. <laughs> you know what's also fucking crazy? Compound pharmacists. What's that? Have you heard? Okay, so I only know of them because my dad's an attorney and his cl- one of his clients was a compound pharmacist. And it's really fucking sketchy, at least the way I was introduced to the concept. But basically, this guy had a private practice where he was not like, you know, I don't think he was. I think that might have been part of the lawsuit is that he wasn't like accredited or, or some shit. But, but basically, it's just an office where you come in, you sit down and you're like, these are my problems. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to give you this drug. And then he just like gives you the fucking drug. Like he would, uh, like he gave, he gave me a prescription. This is a, a, a peek into my fucked up life, uh, growing up as a child in Vegas, bad place. But <laughs> I went in there and he gave me a prescription for like, like diet pills and Adderall. And it was like, so fucking sketchy and it's there's no you don't have to like there's no examination everything's done with this guy just sitting behind a desk and you just like go in there and you just sit down and you're like these are my problems and this is the drug i would like or i heard my nicer work he was a real doctor i don't know what the i don't know he's just some guy that operates and like makes drugs and gives them to people and it's not at a hospital and it's like not a doctor, like a doctor's practice by any means. Like I said, there's no medical equipment like anywhere. It's just like, it's like imagine like a CVS pharmacy, but with an office that had a dude that let you come in and basically just like ask for whatever drug you wanted. Entirely unethical. Wow. Yes. I don't think that's how it's supposed to function. And again, <sighs> probably a reason my dad was his attorney uh, <laughs> and he was in a lawsuit of some kind. <laughs> But that I mean, shit. To be Talk fair, about the, illegitimate doctors. The libertarian in me is this like, yeah, why, why do you need a prescription? <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> That's a great topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll breach that later. Yeah, I'm not um, gonna I'm not gonna die on that hill. But yeah, yeah. You want you want to do another one? Yes. We got so I think I think we've uh, our response on chiropractors is TBD for the moment. Yeah. Maybe but, we should uh, here, go. We'll go to Chris Ward. We'll go to a castle. <laughs> we'll be a chiropractor. We'll see if both of us walk out with intact assholes. Oh my God. I might, I might crack Chris Ward's bones. 
smoke. All right. That, that, is, that is not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm come after playing. Steve, everyone. He's a good egg. I'm just playing council member ward. <laughs> um, here's one that, that might uh, cause some more controversy. Jordan, this okay. one comes from Eric Mickelson. Ooh, yes. Go, Eric. Ghosts. Are they real? Ooh. Boo. I bet I know. I bet I, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, I, bet I know your answer. I'm sure you think you know my answer, and I'm sure you are right. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> is it? First part. Um. Can you tell me what you think? I'm having a hard time forming my own opinions. No, ghosts <laughs> aren't real. You don't think ghosts are real? No. How dare you? Thank you. That's what I need. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got it ripped up. <laughs> I mean, um, okay. I think I think really we have to define like when we say ghost. Are we thinking in the sense of like ooh and like flickering lights and shit? You know, like I don't I don't know if I really believe in in that necessarily. I do I do definitely believe. First off, I believe in aliens before ghosts. I feel so like I, I yeah, just to orient myself here in, in the <laughs> in the yeah. questionable space. But then I um I think it's very conceivable that whatever energy like is created or passed on through like fleshy bodies can exist still in, in like realms otherwise unknown or like not perceivable to us. Uh, or sometimes it is perceivable to us. Like, I definitely believe some people have the ability to sense different, like, energies that some might label as a ghost or, like, another being. I think that that's... Just because I don't experience that myself, I'm not willing to, like, knock people off as just and just call them crazy that say they, they do feel like they can sense other things. Is that what you so, thought I was going to say? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you're you're a lot more open to the the spiritual realm than I am. One hundred percent. I'm just like ghosts, get out of here. So so I don't I mean I don't understand. So when you die, you become a ghost. But there's been how many billions of people that have lived on the earth? So we're just we're just surround like ghosts just bumping in each other constantly. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, there's I so think many goddamn ghosts at this point. <laughs> yeah, you think ghosts ever walk into a room that's haunted and they're like. Oh God, this is fucking a nightmare. Like, <laughs> like it's like a crowded college party or something. Or like, look, let's go to the next place. I think uh I think that's the good thing about being a ghost though, is you don't have to worry about such physical limitations, you know? And I don't understand how do they like how how are they supposed to like shake the lights and flicker the lights and, and mess with things when they can't touch anything? Like get, well, get right, spirit world. I mean, I guess that's kind of where the whole energy... That's the nice thing about the word energy. You never have to define it, and you can make it apply to anything. <laughs> but, like, if you... That's, if you uh... <laughs> That is scientifically wrong. <laughs> I, need you to take an, I need you to take a course on introduction to thermodynamics, Jordan, before we continue yes. corporal discussion. I do actually... I do remember learning about that in Mr. Panic's class. Shout out. Jacob, if Shout you're out. listening, you'll know. Yeah, he. I do remember thermodynamics. That's true. Yeah, no, I'm. I just. I just mean yes. In the spiritual sense, the word energy seems to be a catch-all for like occurrence. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I guess that's my opinion. Is I don't know. 
What about I don't know. I don't know, and I've taken acid. Those things combined make uh, me have this opinion. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, so, so ghosts. You're like, I don't know. Maybe. What about uh werewolves? Now that Were- werewolves. No, I do not believe in werewolves. Yeah, what? Because ghosts inherently lack in observability. Werewolves should have the ability to be seen. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if how do how how do you know that you saw a wolf? And it wasn't just a werewolf in wolf form. And every time you see a person, he's not just a werewolf in person form. Why assume <laughs> that it's like in the movies where they become some weird like amalgamation of half man, half wolf? Maybe just a man turning into a wolf, and you'd have no way of knowing. Yeah, that's Sick true. There, there are some people that do look very wolf-like. <laughs> and they don't seem to come out very much. I think. Look- uh Huh. Huh. I'm gonna sell I you on werewolves. I can't get on board with werewolves. Where do you think they're... Wait, defining werewolves, this is just a person that turns into a wolf at night? Yeah, it doesn't have to be at night. It could be... Also, I have to clarify, you're joking, right? You don't actually believe in them? No. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) What about vampires? No, I don't believe in any of that stuff. What about the Loch Ness Monster? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. And I don't think specifically the Loch Ness Monster... Is, is real because they would have found it by now because the okay. Loch Ness I don't think is that big. I think it's like a lake, right? It's not like a sea. I think it's a lake. But the idea that there are prehistoric animals at the bottom of the ocean that we think went extinct and we just haven't, because we haven't come across one in a thousand years, I think that's totally plausible. I think there's squids at the bottom of the ocean from the fucking crustacean period or whatever it's called. You know what I mean? There's, there's wacky yeah. In the, in, the, in the fucking rainforest and there's wacky shit in the abyss at the bottom of the ocean prehistoric animals oh, Loch Ness Monster totally plausible yeah yeah I think I actually would have to agree with you on the prehistoric things the Loch Ness Monster I'm not so sure but really quick have you never heard a ghost story that you just thought was so completely compelling it just fucked your brain you were like oh so many so They're- how do you explain that then well, I thought Terminator 2 was the most compelling film of all time, but I don't believe that time travel is real. And if it was, it wouldn't work like it did in that crazy movie. So you just, you just, you just, every single time you hear a story like that, just assume that it's made up. Yes. Huh. You've never listened to someone tell it with, the, like, you, know, you could see the fear in their eyes. They start to tremble, their eyes tear up because it's just, oh, yeah. like, so fucking spooky. And you don't oh, yeah. believe that person? You think it's all an act? Well, I give him a, I give him a, a very condescending slow cap, clap. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> no, I believe them. I believe that okay. they saw a ghost. Huh. Okay, what about this? This is a quick anecdote. My All parents, right. my parents tell this ghost story, or at least like, yeah, it's a pretty. They tell it better than I will, but. Um, okay, so my dad, he was staying at this apartment like before my parents even met, and. He was living there, and one night he heard, he heard like the sound of a knife going around, like on a countertop. Like someone had put the tip of the knife on the counter and was just like slowly going, like you know, like around in circles, so you could just hear it. And my dad was like, "What the fuck is that?" Granted, my dad is is a hypochondriac of the night, so to say. If there is a bump in the night, my dad will be like on his feet with a baseball bat immediately 
uh, very skittish. With that being <laughs> said, <laughs> he he hears that sound. <laughs> he hears that sound. He puts his feet on the ground. He says, as soon as he puts his feet on the ground, the sound stops. Okay. He goes and he looks. The knife is like sitting on the countertop. He's like, all right, that was weird. Goes back to goes back to bed. Puts his feet up. Starts hearing the sound again. Puts his feet on the ground. The sound stops again. He goes into the into the kitchen. It had only been like moments since he was last there. The knife is on the other side of the sink. My dad's like, what the fuck? All right. Your mom has been quietly laughing to herself about this story for 50 <laughs> years now. No, my it's mom her. comes into the story. Okay. Wait, she comes into the story. Okay. My mom was the ghost and they fucked and that's how I got here. Ah! <laughs> what if? That'd be so great. So, <laughs> so, anyway, my, so the, all that creepy shit happens to my dad. I'll speed it up uh, for time and for my brain not remembering all the details. But I know that those were right. My dad was like super freaked out. So The shit in the night escalates to the point where he gets so freaked out. The story is he apparently like bolted out of the room and literally like ran to his mom's house because he was like so terrified because of like the shit that was happening. And so fast forward to when my parents meet, my dad decides to take my mom here just kind of as like, you know, like a fun touristy destination in his life. Uh, oh, so this story happened when, when your dad was a kid. When he was a young adult before he had met my mom. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I thought your mom was playing a prank on him the whole time. It's just no, no, no. They hadn't met yet. So okay. then, year years later, my mom, my mom goes back to him, uh, or my mom and him go back to this place, and my dad and my, my mom tells this story. She says like they walk in and there's like a woman working at the front desk, like old as shit. She's like the same woman that was there when my dad lived there, or something, or or whatever, and um. Or something or whatever. That's a great way to deliver a story with authority. And she, <laughs> she comes. My They walk up. And my dad's like, hey, you know, I used to live here. I just kind of wanted to show my, my girlfriend or like, you know, the, the space or whatever. And uh, which is a weird request. No one really asked to do that. That's kind of strange, right? It's just like an apartment. And the, You see the that woman, in movies all the time. But yeah, nobody yeah. does that in life. Right. The woman comes out from behind the desk. All creepy and slow like starts going up the stairs right and they're like slowly going up the stairs and my mom says the woman like turns around slowly and she goes so you felt it too how fucking creepy is that that's pretty creepy that's terrifying dude and like my parents are not lying about that that is like not a fuck so like how do you explain you know and there's story after story after story that's like that at a certain point it seems scientifically irresponsible to seriously consider that some shit could be happening ghosts must just be some bitch ass hoes though because that's all they do is kind of spook people out like either actually kill somebody and commit a caper or like enjoy like you're supernatural now like why aren't you at the beach or like what do you want <laughs> Hanging out in a house, like scraping a knife around, man. Yeah. Some fucking bums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Did that change your mind at all? That bit. does bit. it. Little right? bit. I don't know, like, cause I can't explain it. Right, you can't explain it. There's multiple parties that can verify that, like, you know, something was like something fucking creepy is surrounding all of that shit. I don't know. It's fucking weird. So then, what did what did what was your what was your dad's dad's response when the lady said that? 
he was just like holy shit yes when i lived here like this thing happened and it was fucking crazy and she was like yeah that that shit happens here and they just had like a moment and it was just kind of like okay i guess we just go home now knowing that there's fucking ghosts in the world Apparently they ain't doing a fucking thing. That old lady's been there for how long? And she's just like, yeah, we got ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, like a termites. Fumigate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, we got a ghost problem. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's so crazy. It is also one of those things. Do you feel like even contemplating it seriously, though, is like a creepy thing you don't even want to touch? I feel like that. No, not really. I just, really? I don't, yeah, I don't, I just, it seems just so ridiculous and implausible to me that it, it doesn't creep me out. But if I am alone in the dark in a spooky place, all that goes out the window. Uh-huh. All, all, that, all that confidence and in, in, uh, in shit talking goes out the window. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Me, 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 me. Your first thought <laughs> is supernatural. It's not like forest murder. Or either one. Either it's. Oh, okay. Be an axe murderer or a werewolf or uh or a ghost or Hillary Clinton. Who knows who <laughs> has one on their hands that's coming for me? She just but. flies down from a tree with wings. <laughs> <laughs> just gives a speech oh and I die of boredom, yeah. <laughs> oh god. She just charges you five hundred thousand dollars to scare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I paying for? um yeah i uh, that's very interesting steve there's some kind of there's some kind of belief you're you're not acknowledging you know well i mean i get spooked out irrationally like that time i saw that that uh well actually that because at the time i didn't know anything about the spider so it was it was rational to be spooked out about it Uh uh-huh I know that it's a perfectly harmless spider that's just humongous and scary looking, but it's completely harmless. If I saw one today, my reaction would be exactly the same way, even though I know rationally it's fine because it's just so fucking spooky. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Ghosts, I know rationally is bullshit, but still, like, if it's a little creaky floorboard or something. Yeah. Like, Have you no ghost stories? Personally? Personally, or like like something I just said, like a close friend or family member. Nothing really comes to mind. Interesting. You're from Georgia, dude. That should I feel like that should be haunted as hell. You know, you're right. There, I feel like there should be some anecdotes, but yeah, nothing, nothing's coming to me. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a ghost. Uh, maybe you blocked it all out. Maybe, maybe. Or maybe it possesses you currently, <laughs> and you're unable to be self-aware about. Fearing your own kind. You think ghosts have ghosts? Ooh. You know what I mean? Because if you kill if you kill a person, they become a ghost. So what happens if you kill a ghost? Do they come they become a ghost ghost? That's a great question. <laughs> wow. Where does it end? Is what I want to know. I'm sure there's someone that has a very well-developed opinion on that exact question. Do ghosts have ghosts? <laughs> Yeah, when does the plane stop? And what if a ghost gets bit by a vampire? Does it turn into a vampire ghost? Uh, but I don't think... I mean, they don't have flesh True. to be bitten. You know? True. What if a ghost yeah. bites a vampire, though? What if a ghost bites a vampire? Well, they don't have teeth. You're right. Yeah, it doesn't yeah they don't have teeth. Yeah. Mm. Eh, well. Oh, well. That was fun. 
you want to move on to the uh you got uh interesting twitter exchange that you you, that you wanted to bring up to lead into the main event Yes, thank you. Uh, one last quick thank you again to the patrons. And uh, hey, if you're a five dollar patron, that's the level that you get to submit warm up topics at. You use your five dollar privilege. We have we have patrons <clears throat> that are five dollar patrons, and they they don't give us warm up topics. We appreciate your patronage, but we'd also love to hear hear your thoughts and hear you what you want to hear us argue about. Uh, you can sign up at Patreon.com/slash/I Disagree Podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, yeah, let's get into the main event. Okay, so we are, I mean, it, it's the DNC. It's DNC time. So we figured we could spend spend our main event talking about uh, the DNC. And, I mean, there's so much to unpack. Um, but You've been getting a lot of flack. I got some flack because after the first night, have you watched any of it, Steve? Not a single moment. Okay. And let me let me well, let me just say this. You guys don't want me to watch it. <laughs> you don't want me to watch it. No. <laughs> because I'm all I'm already like fine, you know. Yeah. Fine. I'll 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 vote for Biden and Harris, but really want to <laughs> really want to watch me me to watch three days of these people and, and hope that I still come out with the same opinion. But it, it's in everybody's best interest that I don't watch. I like that we're about to enter into an argument that you admittedly have zero bearings for. <laughs> Yeah. But but yeah, the thing that uh, so what they've been doing is putting a bunch of Republicans on screen, and they're going to do it again tonight. Saying uh-huh. you know, basic. I mean, obviously, the effect they're trying to have is, look, I'm a Republican. I think Trump is a fucking idiot. I'm voting for Biden. It's safe to jump ship. You don't have to feel like you're not a Republican or something, you know, or whatever. Right. You're like anti-Trump Republicans voting for a Democrat. And and they they I can't describe it in any way other than what felt like a parade. They're like parading these Republicans and they're giving them like airtime, like Kasich got to do like a speech and stuff. Like a lot of these Republicans, they're getting more airtime than so many other voices that I think are like arguably much more disenfranchised even than Republicans from from the Democratic Party. And it just kind of pisses me off because it's like I totally welcome people like like real progressives, like true progressives are are there are so many progressives I know that like will not fuck with the Democratic Party, you know? And so my thinking is just like why instead of giving so much time to Republicans, wouldn't you just if you want to throw them a couple bones, you know, just like hey just so just so you know there are there are a decent amount of republicans that also think trump is insane and dangerous so hey on the off chance any republicans are watching the dnc here's a a good example for you all that i'm down for that i'm super down for them changing their votes 100 percent. but at the same time it's like they hardly are giving any airtime to people of color people that are like historically really disenfranchised from voting in general people that are actually like very progressive uh, and I've had to make compromises constantly within the Democratic Party just to ride any sort of coattails to political power at all. And I'm just like, give those people more airtime, you know, like if, if you're if you're trying to use the strategy of giving people airtime that don't agree with you in hopes of getting their vote. There are people other than Republicans that will do that for you, you know? Sure, but I mean, okay. So you're you're about as progressive as they come. Would you agree? You're, you're I, very progressive. 
I'm as progressive as a person with a white worldview could be, like in terms of stances on issues and stuff. Probably, yeah. And Maybe you're not gonna, you're gonna vote. Can't you're gonna vote claim. for. Well, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're gonna vote for Biden Harris, no question. Yes. Why would the, the the DNC spend time pandering to your vote? They should be they're doing what they should be doing. They should be pandering to me. They should be trying to get my vote. People like me. They already got your vote. They pandered to you guys during the primary. That's how the primary works. We're in the general election now. They have to pander to the general public. That's just that's just the way it works. Like I, I think it is. Uh, it, I mean, John Casens. If if there is, I could go on a fucking rant about that ass clown. First, <laughs> yeah audacity of this fucking jackass to stand up there and act like he has any goddamn principle standing up to Trump when he could have fucking dropped out in the fucking Republican primary in 2016 and made way for fucking Rubio and Cruz. In fact, there was, there was, a, they tried to make an agreement between the Rubio campaign and the Cruz campaign and the Kasich's campaign during the Republican primary. So they're like, you know, we got to take Trump out. We cannot let Donald Trump be the fucking standard bearer of the Republican Party. So when the primary gets to fucking Florida, Kasich, tell all your all your supporters, vote for fucking Rubio. And then Rubio, when it gets to Ohio, will tell all his supporters to support Kasich. And Kasich is like, fuck that. And now Donald Trump is fucking president, and he's going to go parading around like he's the principled conservative about the group. Fuck John Kasich. This guy is a phony ass clown. He is one of the main reasons Donald Trump is fucking president right now. It should have been fucking Marco Rubio versus Hillary Clinton. That's what it should have been. But this fucking egomaniacal fucking ass clown is, no, I'm staying in. I'm, I'm at 6%. I have no chance of fucking winning my state. And you guys have no chances of fucking winning your state. We have no chance of taking out Trump unless we unify and have some kind of fucking strategery. Strategery. Word, <laughs> 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 isn't it? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going forward talking now. I'm using which word. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? So fuck that guy parading around like he's some principled conservative. He's a fucking ass clown. He's, he's one of the reasons Trump's president. But okay, end, end the case it's rant. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I do have to agree with you there that that's kind of like my sentiment, but from, you know, the left the leftist side is like, fuck you guys. I'm not saying don't change your vote. I'm just saying, you know, this concept of giving people cookies. Have you like heard that term? I don't know how like widely that's yeah, Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I don't I don't know I have a hard time when it comes off like that because like you said, it's like these people have done and this is where we're gonna differ. These people well, who are the done, other ones other than cases though. Uh okay, let well, me see. Yeah. I'm gonna get a list. DNC because there was a lot of like consequential names. Uh, DNC. So, I mean, that, that's really the message that they're trying to promote, which I think is a good message if they were halfway competent. Like, Donald Trump is a unique threat to the Republic. He's not a Republican. He's a crazy person who's taken over the Republican Party. And we're trying to uni unite the American people, yep. <laughs> insane Republicans, to get this clown out of office and put politics aside. But mm -hmm. case it's just going to be your example of a fucking Republican, eat my dick. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, former New Jersey Governor Christine Todd Whitman. I don't know. If uh, Meg Whitman. How about her? She ran for governor of California at one point, didn't she? Or something? Yes. I remember her name. The first thing I thought of when I remember her name is she fucking sucks. I can't tell you why. <laughs> I can't tell you why exactly. But I remember at some point in my life, the words came out of my mouth. Fuck Meg Whitman. She fucking sucks. 
and uh, that's a bad argument, but I stand by it. <laughs> well, I mean, the point is, it's, if they're Republicans, you're probably not going to agree with them. But the, the idea is that there's sensible Republicans who disagree on like policy, but agree that Donald Trump is completely unfit to be leader in the free world. And I, you know what I mean? I think that's right. a message to put out there if you're trying to get more people to vote for you instead of just pandering to woke people. Like, sure. it's over. Sure. I think it just like it especially sucks as a as a progressive because I'm not like I'm not even a registered Democrat currently. Mm. I I like unless it's required where based on, you know, like where I'm living or something to be registered for like close primaries. It's like uh-huh. I have I don't I don't want to reinforce a two party system mm-hmm. whenever it's like not going to do immense detriment to our democracy for example not voting for joe biden you know but like (laughs) but but it just sucks because it's like people people that believe you know more along the lines of things that like i kind of i believe in i do believe in i was gonna say kind of have some conviction jordan god damn it uh i i feel like the democratic party has done such a shit job of actually listening to progressive voices compared to like the steam bernie had for example you know he, he lost it. he got less right but like the democrats have a history of shoving out progressives like the feud between pelosi and aoc for example like shit like that refusal by democratic party leadership to actually move forward with like three new deals when you know it was being brought up in the in congress and given that sort of history it's just watching that i'm like this really fucking sucks to sit here and have you like shoving Republicans down my throat. Not to say, not to say that, and I mean the argument there, I guess, would just be, well, it's not for you, Jordan, which it's not. That's exactly it's not. Yeah, it's not. I understand that, but do you really think Republicans are watching the DNC? No, but I mean, the the, the idea, like, parties are what they are, and no matter who is the nominee for either party. 85% of the people of that party are going to support him. Like, it's amazing that 85% of Republicans support Donald Trump, but they do because he's the, he's got the R by his name. It's the same thing, but there's still that little percentage of people that have fucking sense on both sides that can be swayed. And that's what they're targeting. Cause that's what wins elections is that little, you know, yeah. percent or whatever. If they can grab 2% of Republicans away from Trump. That's, that's huge. Yeah. I guess I would, I would also, again, I'm not arguing at all. You're not against strategy. You're just annoyed by it. You understand it. Yes. Ah. Yes, exactly. And I would also go so far as to say that I actually think by doing that so much, they risk turning off leftist voters. People that might not have been, you know, like these Bernie or bust people, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But then after watching that, it's like, all right, well, fuck all of you guys, you know? Mm -hmm. I I know for a fact, I already know people that think like that, and I know people that I could see being swayed by that. Yeah, I guess, I mean, that's the calculation. Are we going to, are we going to gain more, more moderates and disenfranchised conservatives than we lose uh, super progressive people? And I guess that's the calculation they made, and they probably have some polling to support it. I don't know. I got from the Democratic Party straight. The fact, the, I can't speak for the strategy, the fact that they had Elizabeth Warren speaking on a panel today about Native American issues. I said that to you earlier on Twitter. I thought it was a joke. 
I thought it was photoshopped. And it's not? I haven't been able to watch any today. You looked into it? It appears to be real. They had Elizabeth Warren speaking on a panel panel at the DNC about Native American issues. And I'm just like, the lack of self-awareness, the Democratic Party is just astounding. Astounding. Like, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't wrap my head That up. is true. That is so bad. Like, I, I, I kept Googling to find out if it was fake. And, and for right now, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's real. I hope it's fake. I hope that is some bullshit. You know? Yeah, we we will we will look into this thoroughly and uh, exercise our right to be idiots. And that if this is fake, sorry for giving it airtime, but that would be like, yeah, that would really be so Political insane. Malpractice, like, well, I, I mean, I believe it because apparently they had Andrew Cuomo give a give a like a victory speech yesterday. Is this true? Uh, well, they had him as a speaker, yes, and I and I'm actually a fan of how he handled the COVID nineteen crisis and like how. how they- how am I a fan of how he handled COVID-19? How are you a fan of the absolute worst state response to the COVID crisis in the United States? What? I disagree. The stats are right there. We can pull them up. Like who, who do you, who, what state do you think did it, did it worse? Like California or New York? Oh, California. Or just, or just any state. Any state. Okay. They actually knew, technically New Jersey did worse. For sure. Florida. Florida. You're absolutely wrong. I'm not well. What metrics are you measure? Deaths per million of population. Okay, but isn't there something to be said for the fact that New York people like fucking live on top of each other, like a a a complete burst, a cluster burst fuck of COVID nineteen is inevitable. The way that that whole city set up. I I don't I don't know how how what he could have actually bullshit. No, he he had a fucking executive order putting COVID patients back into nursing homes. That they have like fit like. Half of their deaths are out of nursing. I don't think it's literally half, but a ridiculous amount. He was slow. He was slow to to issue stay at home orders. Then he shoved COVID patients into nursing homes. If you look the original flatten the curve graphs that they were spreading around at the beginning of the pandemic, you remember they had the one that's like, this is what it looks like if we don't take any precautions, and this is what it looks like if we do if we flatten the curve. Now you put Florida's graph next to New York's graph. And Florida did it right, and New York utterly failed by the metrics that they set up at the beginning to say what a state should look like if they do it right or wrong. His his death count is is worse than like Italy and Spain, and it, like it's if you took New York out of the United States' equation, we actually statistically would have had a fairly decent response to COVID. New York's numbers are what fuck us all up. New York and New Jersey. He did a terrible job. It's a tough job, I get it, but the fact that he gets to go around like on a fucking victory tour when he's responsible for more fucking deaths than any other governor in the country is fucking ghoulish to me. And now he's fucking promoting a fucking book, Leadership in the Time of COVID. He's gonna profit off this. This fucking ghoul. This 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 this, this <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, can you imagine if the governor of Florida was providing over the worst death rate in the country and got to go on Fox News and be interviewed by his brother every fucking day? It's insanity. It is absolutely insanity. He is he is a ghoul, and the fact that he's taking a victory lap is is truly disgusting. I mean, like, I get it. Like, it's a fucking pandemic. What do you do? High population density. We made some bad mistakes in the beginning, but you show a little bit of fucking humility about it instead of running around like like we did it right, bitch. You had the worst stats of every state in the country except your neighbor New Jersey. You fucking completely dropped the ball. And I'm glad you had great press conferences that hyped everybody up. But meanwhile, while you're having these wonderful press conferences, people are fucking dying all over your state. Okay, end rant.
Go ahead. That was, you know, I disagree with almost everything that just came out of your mouth, but my God, was that a beautiful delivery. <laughs> you almost swayed me on emotion alone. But I disagree. <laughs> I disagree very hard. I, I think... I but think, what metric are you measuring his success by then? I mean, the fact that he's calling his book leadership, what is it, leadership in the time of COVID-19? Or something like that. Something yeah, like sure. That. That's exactly what I was going to say is like all of the credit that I give him. He displayed leadership in a time where we were not seeing it at all. And I think that that is why he's gotten such like a honestly cult following from, from people that typically wouldn't support him. I wasn't familiar very much with his personal politics. I've seen a lot of people in New York, like comics on Twitter and shit that are very liberal. Um, and saying stuff like, you know, I never thought I would say this, but I have like a Cuomo boner or whatever and shit like that because they're living there on a macro scale. They see their president who is fucking spewing, putting bleach into your body and hydroxychloroquine and all of these like non-science things that is right. fucking idiotic base is listening to saying it's not a problem not being real about where we are actually at the the projections of how many people were going to die any any sort of taking it seriously was completely absent in the beginning for trump's public responses entirely he would get on there and say shit like it's not going to be a problem we're not even going to get the china virus saying shit like that okay there's i mean the fact that he insisted on calling it the China virus, he insisted on injecting racism and anti-Chinese sentiment in general into any possible opportunity that he had. Talk about capitalizing off of something. He took that as an opportunity to try to pacify and calm people that should have been scared. And if they were scared, they would have acted differently and it wouldn't have spread as fast and less people would have died. That is completely the fact. So when you're looking at that response, Cuomo got on TV every day like a fucking leader, faced the music, delivered all of those horrifying statistics, put plans, put updates, followed through on plans. He created that coalition of states, for example. He was like a leader in that effort. He was consistently you know calling on other states using his platform to call on other states to come together to try to get volunteers ventilators you know he was he was doing everything that i thought he conceivably could have in that moment to mobilize people to give them hope to give them facts if he didn't respond like that and he was talking like trump was talking that would have been fucking so disastrous in what was already a disastrous situation. So I think that's where I give him so much respect. And like I used to listen to his conferences and fucking cry, like largely because of how horrible everything was in the beginning and scary and stuff, but also because he really just did a good job at just being that fucking mom that comes up to you when your eyeball popped out and it's just like, you're going to be okay, even though you're fucking not. Your fucking eyeballs popping out of your head. He had, like, such, like, coddling, or that sounds bad, wrong. But, like, you know, comfort. He was he was comforting and real simultaneously in a moment where I think, like, that exhibited a lot of strength to be able to do that. Well, I mean, if, if it's just because he he's not a blowhard idiot saying stupid shit on TV like Trump. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty low bar. I mean, 
thing. All, all the press conferences and all the speeches and, and comforting anecdotes he's given, I, I, I just have to say this. 1,693 deaths per million in New York. Mm-hmm. Now, let's look at Florida. Who, well, that, that idiot, right? That moron, that this guy who's 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 starting a death cult and doing an experiment in human life and all this bullshit. You know what his 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 number is? Four hundred fifty-four deaths per million. But New York City is one of the world's most densely populated cities. Okay, well then, how do you explain like California, man? How do you explain how do you explain San Francisco? San Francisco had COVID cases before New York City did, and the and and the and the mayor of of San Francisco immediately locked that shit down. Have you heard about any like? And that's another thing too. When 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 the second wave hit, they didn't really talk about California too much, even though it was one of the states that was part of the second wave. They just wanted to talk about the red states and how dumb Ron DeSantis is. And it's like I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the numbers. Cuomo completely shit the bed, and he's taking a victory lap for it. And it's 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 truly disgusting, really, that he's going to take a victory lap. Like I, I think he's ghoulish, man. I mean, the fact that anybody like writes a book after some crazy shit always just makes me roll my eyes. So I'm not going to like, you know, I could agree. I can agree with you on that. I think that that's kind of tasteless, sort of, to some degree. No, I mean, it'd be perfectly fine if the governor of, let's look down the list. I'm going to scroll down. If the governor of Montana wanted to write a book. they so had- Do you realize this state, that is like the most spaced out state i understand that but i'm saying it's like he did the worst of anybody and he's held up as the exemplar for how to handle COVID. and i just, i can't wrap my head around it i can't and especially like how do you explain the the, the order to put COVID patients into nursing homes that's i don't i've never heard that i don't know that see that's that's crazy i it, don't know it's a whole other world on my Twitter than it is than it is on the on the podcast Twitter. Yeah, that's a thing. Look look that up. He he fucking that executive order to put COVID patients. Why in. do you think he did that? Well, I'm sure there was some kind of like people. No, I, I'm sure there was some kind of like reason or justification at the time, and it turned out to be a horrible, horrible mistake. But unlike a Republican, he doesn't have to take any accountability for that. In fact, he gets to run around and act like he did a good job. When in fact he fucked up epically. And I'm glad they finally got it together. That's great. I don't want to see more New Yorkers die, but for God's sakes, man, taking a victory lap, get off the stage. This is why it's a good thing that I'm not watching the DNC. This is why you're not watching the DNC? This is why it's a good thing I'm not. Oh, oh, oh. Because if I saw too many speeches of, of like Cuomo giving a victory lap and Elizabeth Warren addressing Native American issues and shit like that, I, maybe they would lose my goddamn vote because it's so, it's so blatantly... It, it's so obvious what they're doing. It's so obvious horseshit. You know what I'm saying? It's all fucking horseshit. Everything like fucking. So we're 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 saying we're saying that that Cuomo is the savior of New York, and that apparently Donald Trump uh, or Russians or somebody are stealing post boxes and hiding them under the Denver International. Russians are stealing post boxes. <laughs> i just imagine like uh like like despicable me you know how like the character that (laughs) the main character have you seen that movie no but there's the he has opinions right well this reference was going to be a stretch anyway so i'll just abort but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like it is uh it's 
it is hard watching it because it is so much like pageantry you know and it's supposed to be this this like rally or whatever you know and, and i just really really despise it feels really oh. gross at times but at the same time all the things they're saying are true they've just put so much in my opinion they've just put well not all of them but a decent amount and oh and bill clinton gets to give a speech apparently who bill clinton president president clinton who... he's giving a speech that's yeah that's what i read Dude, I mean, clearly their strategy is just to try to tap into every single possible voter base. And for that, I have to give them credit and say that I do believe in that strategy if, they, if they're if they doing it. Yeah, like you said, the strategy I understand, and I'm not even suggesting they don't do it. A lot of it does just fucking suck. It's just because, annoying, right? Yeah. Except I feel the same way about all this shit. Right. But you, you feel that way because you're... Well, no, I just meant, I mean what you were saying earlier about, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not excited about to see the RNC either. Even, I mean, even if it wasn't Trump, even if it was somebody I liked, I'd still be like, fuck. It's the way I feel about the State of the Union address and, like, any kind of, like, televised cr- congressional hearing. Like, stop wasting my fucking time. They shouldn't allow cameras in, into Congress, by the way. Like, that maybe that's a topic for another day. But why are cameras allowed in there? Nothing gets yeah. done when the camera's in there. It's just speechifying. It's just trying to go viral on Twitter. It's just, I'm taking back my time, and here's a rousing thing. Instead of like, how about you just fucking have a transcriber in there? You guys do a real goddamn congressional hearing, and, and the public can look at the transcripts later. Instead of you guys mugging for the camera all the time and revealing no actual information. I fucking hate it. I hate the State of the Union address. I hate these stupid... I am on fucking rant mode today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ring it back in the... No, it's fucking great. <laughs> Again, I can't disagree with you more on so many of the things you're saying. But yes, it but is. That like, last part, I think you're you're on the same page. No, that last part, yeah, I am. Yeah, but no, I, I'm a fan of the. I'm a fan of the rant. I'm a a fan. <laughs> I think like if you uh, let's pick up on that next week. <laughs> That's a great topic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Until then, everybody. Well, do you have any final thoughts, Steve? Sorry, I just really I've said more I just than really enough took over that ending like a fucking <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> no, I've, I've said more than enough this episode. I've been ranting the whole time. It's been great. Seriously, I am here for it. That is the point. Also, I get to look forward to a bunch of awesome disagree mails. <laughs> Jordan, yeah. you're so wonderful. I have one small <laughs> thing you said, but I want to know. Yes, Queen Slay and Steve, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. No, there's a lot of like fucking DNC fans that I'm sure are listening and probably will not be happy with many of the things I've said this episode also. So looking forward to it. Everybody, that's a reminder to send in disagree mails or agree mails. You can send those to our email directly at uh it is uh just try to put an at in front of it. Fucking Twitter. Okay. It is the I disagree podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email, disagree mail. We would really love to hear your opinions. That is why we made this podcast, so we could talk about opinions. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Um, also, hit us up on Twitter at the I Disagree Pod. And uh, think about leaving a review on iTunes. This is a long laundry list of things. Sorry. Thank you for listening. Send more money. Yeah, Patreon also. <laughs> we love Patreon. And. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been really fun watching that community kind of start to like you know grow grow a little bit. The little kindles of an I disagree community. Steve and I have some ideas for like how to further facilitate some dialogue on our social platforms and stuff. And 
Yes, I, I think um, you won't regret it. It's a bunch <laughs> of good eggs, as Steve calls it. <laughs> yeah, I just a groupies page. You get early access to episodes, Facebook group access. Uh, you get to suggest warm-up topics or a main event topic if you pay enough. Or if you pay enough, you get to actually come on the podcast and talk with Steve and I. Oh, that's which right. Is, yeah, that's right. That is right. And that's all I got. Um, Steve? Jordan. <laughs> all right. Nothing? Nothing else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Thanks cool. for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was such a fucking middle-aged person. Way to say goodbye.